Thank you for tuning in to another episode of our Prayer is Breathing podcast. My name is LaToya. Today, we are starting a series called Teach Me How to Pray. This is a question that I get a lot, and I think it's beautiful when we are going closer to God just to understand some basics in prayer, some basics on how we can approach prayer. And so today I'm going to be talking to you about that, and we're going to start from Matthew chapter 6. I love this passage because Jesus is telling us how to pray. And so we're going to talk a little bit about the Lord's Prayer, Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. Now, one thing that I love about this passage is Jesus tells us, in this manner, therefore pray. And so a lot of times we get into the ways of just repeating the Lord's Prayer, but I believe that Jesus, his heart was to give us a template on prayer. And he said, pray in this manner. It does not mean that we pray this exact prayer verbatim. So I know I grew up like that. We just pray the Lord's prayer. Our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be your name. And we just pray that prayer kind of, you know, religiously, but Jesus wants us to pray in this manner. So I'm going to pull out some key points from this template of prayer, from this how-to on prayer that Jesus gives us in Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. And it begins to say, in this manner, therefore pray, our Father in heaven. So tip number one, you want to acknowledge God. You have to have an acknowledgement and a reverence for who God is. That's how you should always start praying. I know that when we start to pray, many times it's easy for us to just jump into our prayer requests. We jump into what we want to talk to God about. But in this model of prayer, Jesus is teaching us that we first need to acknowledge God. We need to acknowledge who God is. In Hebrews eleven six, it also tells us this because it says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. And then the second part of that verse says, for he who comes to God must believe that he is. So again, when you come to God, you must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And so when we start off in prayer, we're coming to God saying, God, I acknowledge you as my father. I acknowledge you as king of kings. I acknowledge you as Lord of lords. And whoever God is to you, you can declare who God is. You can declare the names of God. You can declare who God has been in your life. So when we pray, God, I thank you that you're my father, that you'll never leave me nor forsake me. I thank you that you are God who provides. I thank you that you are God who goes before me and behind me. I thank you that you are Jehovah God. I thank you that you are Alpha and Omega. You are the beginning. You are the end. Hallelujah. And so we can begin to pray from that understanding of who God is. And I love this because it says our father in heaven, hallowed be your name. And I believe that when this says our father in heaven is testifying to the authority of God, the authority of God, the father that he is seated 
in heaven and he has all power in his hands. And so when we pray, we have to pray from a place. We have to pray from a position of knowing the power that God holds to know that God has all power in his hands. And so we don't pray from a place of weakness. We don't pray just doubting. We have to pray in full assurance in full faith that God is who he says he is. And God is seated in heaven and God has all power. And God is actually able to answer every one of our prayers. We need to know by faith that God is fully, fully able to deliver on his promises that everything that God has said, everything that God has spoken, he will deliver. And so we have to have that assurance in our hearts. Verse 10 of Matthew chapter six, verse 10, Jesus is is teaching us how to pray. And he says, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And this part, I love this because Jesus prayed for the kingdom to come. And when we pray, we have to pray in that same manner. We have to pray, God, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. So our first tip in prayer is that we acknowledge who God is. He is our father. He is in heaven. Holy is his name. So we honor him. We adore him. We reverence him. Our second tip is you pray the will of God. You pray for God's kingdom to come to this earth as it is in heaven. So we're praying the kingdom of God. We're praying for God's kingdom to come. And so when we pray for that, just in practical ways, when you go to pray, you have to pray for God's will to be done. And a lot of times that is a hard place to pray because we have our own will. We have our own agenda. And so even especially in times we're praying for loved ones and we're praying different things. A lot of times we want to pray our own will, but in prayer, there's certain things that you have to leave in God's hands. We pray, we have faith. We believe that God hears our prayers, but then at the end of the day, we also have to pray, God, whatever your will is in this situation, let your will be done. Let your will be done. Let your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And so if you're praying and you're praying about a decision, you're praying about a certain situation, I want to challenge you or encourage you to pray for God's will, not necessarily what you want to see God do. There's times when we pray like that and we apply our faith, but there's times when we have to surrender to the will of God. So for example, let's say you're praying for the right job or praying whether or not you want to leave your current job. It may be God's will for you to leave and it may not. And so when you are in a place, a lot of times, maybe in your heart, you really, really want to leave. Surrendering to the will of God will look something like, Lord, whatever your will is, if you tell me to stay, I'll stay. If you tell me to leave, you'll open up that door for me to leave. And that's how you would pray. You pray, God, what is your will in this situation? Ephesians chapter five, verse 17 says, therefore do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. So it's okay to pray for God's will. And when you know who God is, you'll pray for God's will because you know that God's will is best. 
whether it hurts at the time, whether it feels uncomfortable, you know that there is safety in the will of God. There is safety in the presence of God. And we just want to be in his will and in his plan for our lives. And so Jesus is praying that he's teaching us that in verse 10, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And what I love about this passage as well is a place of submission. So when we're praying, and this would be our third point, you want to pray in submission to God. When we pray, we are coming under subjection to the will of God, to the plan of God. And we want to see God's kingdom come in this earth. And so we surrender our own will. We surrender just our own ways to God. And that is so important when we pray. It's so important that we acknowledge first who God is. We pray secondly for his will. And third, that we are in full submission to what God wants to do in this earth. All right. Verse 11 says, give us this day our daily bread. And so we pray for God's provision. The older I get, the more I learn that we have to take life one day at a time. And so in this passage, give us this day. So we're continuing daily in prayer. So you don't want to skip days praying. You want to be consistent as you pray. And we're praying for what we need for this day. We have to pray daily that God will give us exactly the grace, the strength that we need to make it through that day. And even in Matthew chapter six, if we jump down to verse 25 says, therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on is not life more than food and the body more than clothing. Verse 26, look at the birds of the air for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they, which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. And so this passage tells us again, you're not worrying about tomorrow. You are focused on today, knowing that God will provide all of your needs for today. And this passage also reminds me of the children of Israel when they were in the wilderness and God fed them Every day he fed them manna. He fed them bread from heaven and it was what they needed for that day. And so we're learning that in the Lord's prayer as well, that God will give us what we need for this day, that his grace is sufficient. And sometimes we have need of so many different things. We need uh, forgiveness when we ask God to forgive us of our sins. Our needs are not just physical things, but we need things spiritually. We need the grace of God. We need the strength of God to love other people. We need the leading of the Holy Spirit to guide us every step of our day. We need God. And I don't know about you, but I need God in every area of my life. And so this prayer 
give us this day our daily bread. God, whatever I need today, you know what I stand in need of. And I'm trusting that you will provide those needs on this day. Hallelujah. So I want you to just take that fourth tip of praying for what you need for today, knowing that God will provide that. You don't have to be overwhelmed by tomorrow. You don't have to turn prayer into worry. A lot of times we pray from a place of worry and anxiety. But when we know again who God is and we know that he has a plan and a will and a purpose for our lives, we don't have to stay stuck in that place of worry, but we can trust that God is going to provide our daily bread and every single thing that we need. Amen. And so I want to just say a prayer for you as we conclude this episode. Next week, we're going to jump into part two of teach me how to pray in the Lord's prayer. And so let me just say a quick prayer for you on today. God, I pray that you will continue to teach us how to pray. That Lord, we will come into your presence, believing that you are God. You are a rewarder of those that diligently seek you, that diligently seek your face. We thank you, God, that you are the beginning and the end. You are Alpha and Omega. You are everything that we need. And I pray today that you will continue to teach us how to pray. God, stir up our heart's desire for more of you, that we will spend more time in your presence. And God, we will continue to strengthen our time of prayer. and We will cut off distractions and things that seek to keep us from your presence. God, I pray that you will train our hands to war, that we will fight the good fight of faith, that we will not give up, but we will continue to press after more of you. Lord, that your kingdom will come to this earth. Your will will be done in our lives and in this earth. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. We love you and we thank you. Amen. Amen. I pray that you are blessed by this podcast. If so, feel free to comment, leave some stars, and also be sure to follow us on the gram at Prayer is Breathing. You can also follow us on our Facebook group at Prayer is Breathing. And if you have any prayer requests, please send those to prayerisbreathing at gmail.com. I pray that God blesses you and keeps you and that you have a victorious week in Jesus name. Amen. Thanks for tuning in.